Today Dialogue, as you know, we are busy with our series on apologetics, uh, questions that won't go away. And the topic we talked about on Sunday with Daniel Maritz in the morning and André Foncel in the evening was the reliability of the Bible. Can we trust the Bible? Now, I, I really hope that after those sermons that you have more clarity on why we as a Christian community and Christians throughout the ages trusted in the Bible and why we can still stand on its reliability and truly proclaim that it is the Word of God and that what we have today is indeed what was written down originally so many years ago. If not, if this is not the case, if you still have questions or if the answers were not satisfactory, please talk to us. Um, it's not a sin to doubt. <laughs> it's it's good to ask the questions and truly seek answers to your questions. Now, um, I would like to take it one step further. If if we now indeed say we can trust the Bible, we can believe in it as the Word of God. The follow-up question would be, what do we do with the Bible? How much do you care for the Lord's Word? Now, we as Christians want to walk in the will of the Lord and obey the commands and the precepts of the Lord. But how do we know what it is? How do we know what His will is? I, I don't feel close to Him. I don't hear Him. I don't understand His voice. I don't understand His promptings. If these are questions that you have or that pop up, I want to ask you and I want you to be truly honest when you answer this question. And that is, have you opened your Bible? Have you studied your Bible? How much uh, do you love your Bible? How much time do you spend with your Bible? How dirty is the pages of your Bible um, from, from fingering through it and reading through it and grappling with it? The, the thing is that the Bible is the Word of God. The Bible is or contains the will of God. We often feel neglected or, uh, or left behind by God. And in the same, at the same time, we have three Bibles on our bookshelf. That doesn't make any sense. God spoke. And he spoke clearly and he ordained it that those words were written down even for us today, so many years later, to read. God speaks very clearly through his word. The Holy Spirit works when we open the Bible. We've seen it time after time in Bible studies and cell groups and so on. When we just open the Bible and just go past that surface level reading and spend time in it, reread the text, reread the verses, look at the cross references, talk a bit about the, the socio-historic uh, context of it. The Holy Spirit works in us. He opens up things to us. He answers questions about our everyday life in this century that we are living in, even with those words that he has spoken so long ago. Our hearts can be warmed by the word and we can feel his presence when we read the word, when we grapple with the word. Now, it's true and it is increasingly so that it is difficult for us to access the word because we are reading it 
uh, much, much later than it was written. Our context differs so much from the context of the original readers and the original authors. But that shouldn't keep us from, f from reading the Bible. Indeed, it should, uh, it should help us or, or, or convince us to fight even more to get to the meaning of the text. We have to be responsible readers when we, when we open up our Bibles. We have to be aware of the cultural difference that we are that we have as a community um, that's different than the original readers but in the same in in the same breath i want to say we can have confidence in reading the bible we shouldn't run away because it's so different or because we say i cannot understand this i don't have the knowledge or i i don't have the background i, I didn't study theology or i don't understand greek or whatever it is um, so I can't access the Bible. That's not true. We can have confidence because we have the Holy Spirit and because we trust in the process of the Bible translations and that we can still access the meaning of the Bible and God's rich word in it. So in, in, in line with this, I, I would like to give you a challenge or let's say three challenges. Now, the first is to read your Bible, to make time to read it, to grapple with it, to study it, to wrestle with the word, to reread the texts. And the second challenge is to read your physical Bible, to read a hard copy, to get yourself a hard copy that in a translation that, that you um, Feel, feel, feel safe with or that you enjoy reading and to make notes as you go, to underline, to write, write uh, notes in the sidebars and to cross-reference. There, there are studies that show that we can process the information or the content better when we have physical copies of our books and, and of the Bible. So please read a physical copy of the word, not a digital one where there's no context. You don't know, you, when you have a physical book, uh, Bible, and you open in, in Philippians, you can feel immediately, oh, it's more to the end of, of the Bible. Or when you open in Ruth, oh, wow, it's right at the beginning. This must mean something in, in the context. So please read a physical Bible. And then the third challenge is bring your Bible to church. Take your Bible to cell group. Take your Bible to, to your Bible study. In church, read with the, uh, the preacher as he goes through the text. And even if he has many texts, page to them and see. Because as you grow in, in your reading of the Bible and in making notes and so on, you will see your own notes maybe of, of months ago or years ago even. And you will make connections of the Bible and it will become alive it will become a book that you that you know you will be able to to access that rich content to access the will of god to feel the presence of god through his spoken word it's the the bible is our sword paul says it in in philippians our our sword that we fight with is the word of god 
even, I mean, just think about a sport like hockey. I mean, even the defenders, even the goalie who's just trying to keep the ball out of the goalpost has a hockey stick. You cannot play the game without the weapon. So know your weapon, know your word, read it and reread it. So as part of this challenge, I want to make it a bit more practical today. And that is, this is a big one. <laughs> I want to challenge you to go and read Psalm 119. It is, as you might know, the longest chapter in the Bible with a sum total of 176 verses. So when you've read it, read it, I mean you've read half of the Bible already, so that's a positive thing. But the thing is, this psalm, this very, very long psalm, quite aptly, is about the Word of God and about its beauty to the author. Now I'd like to just read a few verses to you. I'm going to read from verse 153 to 160 and listen for the words about um how, how the author describes the word of God. Listen for words like precepts, commands, um, word, uh, testimonies, and so on. So let's read that. If you have your Bible with you, please open it up. If you don't, pause the podcast and go and get your Bible. Open at Psalm 119, verse 153. Look on my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me. Give me life according to your promise. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great is your mercy, O Lord. Give me life according to your rules. Many are my persecutors and my adversaries, but I do not swerve from your testimonies. I look at the faithless with disgust, because they do not keep your commands. Consider how I love your precepts. Give me life according to your steadfast love. The sum of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. Let's pray. Lord, I want to pray that you kindle in us a true love for your word, Lord, that we will not neglect your spoken word, the way that you have chosen to, to talk to us, to communicate us with us through your spirit. Your spirit is alive and talking to us and most of all is using your words from the Bible. And Lord, yeah, I pray that you will open that up to us and open our hearts and our minds to your truth. And Lord, that we will become a people who know you and know your word and that we might have insight into life and into the world because we know the Creator and sustainer of all things. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.